reading from God Calling from A.G.L. Russell, October 31st. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, Psalms 119.105. Yes, my word, says the Lord, the scriptures. Read them, study them, store them in your hearts. Use them as you use a lamp to guide your footsteps. Remember, my children, my word is more even than that. It is the voice that speaks to your heart, that inner consciousness that tells of me. It is the voice that speaks to your intimately, personally, in this sacred evening time. It is even more than that. It is your Lord and friend. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, truly a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Prayer of Joy Joy is the messenger, dear Lord, that bears our prayers to thee. Again, joy is the messenger, dear Lord, that bears our prayers to thee. Prayer can be like incense, rising ever higher and higher, or it can be like a low earth mist, clinging to the ground, never once soaring. The eye that sees all, the ear that hears all, knows every cry. But the prayer of real faith is the prayer of joy that sees and knows the heart of love it rises to greet and that is so sure of a glad response. Spend. Give, give, give. Keep ever an empty vessel for me to fill. In future use, all of me and give all you cannot use. How poor die those who have wealth. Wealth is to use to spend for me. Use as you go the light to use. No limit. Unlimited supply, that is my law. Oh, the unlimited supply and oh, the poor block channels. Will you feel this? And there is no limit to my power. But man asks and blesses me in asking such poor mean things. Do you not see how you wrong me? I desire to give you a gift, and if you are content with the poor and the mean and the sordid, then you are insulting me, the giver. Ask what you will, and it will be done unto you. How can I fulfill the promise is my work, not yours, to consider? Have a big faith, expect big things, and you will get big things. I am beside you. Psalm 16:11 In thy presence is fullness of joy at the right hand there are pleasures evermore. Do not seek to realize this fullness of joy as the result of effort. This cannot be any more than joy in a human friend's presence would come as the result of trying to force yourself to like to have that friend with you. Call often my name, Jesus. The calling of my name does not really summon me. I am beside you, but it removes, as it were, the scales from your eyes, and you see me. It is, as it were, the pleasures of a loved one's hand that brings an answering pressure, and a thrill of joy follows, a real and a joyful sense of nearness.
Jesus, comforter of all the sorrowing, help us to bring that comfort into every heart and life to which thou art longing to express that comfort through us. Use us, Lord, the years may be many of you, places where we can best serve thee and influence most for thee. The world would be brought to me as so soon, so soon, if only all who acknowledge me as Lord, as Christ gave himself unreservedly to be used by me. I could use each human body as mightily as I use my own human body, as a channel for divine love and power. I do not delay my second coming. My followers delay it. If each live for me, by me, in me, allowing me to live in him, to use him to express the divine through him as I express it when on earth, then long ago the world would have been drawn to me and I should have come to claim my own. So seek, my children, to live knowing no other side but to express me and to show my love to your world. God in Action Power is not such an overwhelming force as it sounds, a something you call to your aid to intervene in crisis. No, power is just God in action. Therefore, whenever a servant of mine, however weak he humanly may be, allows God to work through him, then all he does is powerful. Carry this thought with you through the days in which you seem to accomplish little. Try to see it is not you, but the divine spirit in you. All you have to do, as I have told you before, is to turn self out. A very powerful axe in a master's hand accomplishes much. The same in the hand of a weak child, nothing. So see that it is not the instrument, but the master's hand that wields the instruments that tells. Remember, no day is lost on which some spiritual truth becomes clearer. No day is lost which you have given to me to use. My use of it may not have been apparent to you. Leave that to me. Dwell in me and I in you. So shall you bear much fruit. Look, fruit is not the work of the branches, though proudly the branches may bear it. It is the work of the vine that sends its life-giving zap through those branches. I am the vine. You are the branches. Dwelling with me, desiring only my will and to do my work, my spirit cannot fail to pass through the channel of your life into the lives of others. Many think it is humility to save. They do little and are of little valuable to my world. To think that is pride. What if the pipe were to say, I do so little, I wish I could be more used. The reply would be, it is not you, but the water that passes through you that saves and blesses. All you have to do is to see there is nothing to block the way so that the water cannot flow through. The only block there can be in your channel is self. Keep that out and know that my spirit is flowing through. Therefore, all must be the better for coming in contact with both of you, uh, any of you, because you are channels See this, and you will think it naturally to know they are being helped, not by you, but by my spirit flowing through you as a channel. Philippians 3, 13 and 14. 
But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press to the mark. Forget the past, remember only its glad days. Wipe the slate of your members with love, which will erase all that is not confirmed in love. You must forget your failures, your failures and lose and those of others. Wipe them out of the book of your remembrance. I did not die upon the cross for man to bear the burdens of his sin himself, who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree. If you forget not the sins of others and I bear them, then you add to my sorrows. Wonderful friendship. Think of me as a friend, but realize too the wonders of the friendship. As soon as man gives me not only worship and honor, obedience, alliance, but loving understanding, then he becomes my friend. Even as I am his, what I can do for you, yes, but also what we can do for each other, what you can do for me. Your service becomes so different when you feel I count on your great friendship to do this or that for me. Dwell more, dwell much on this thought of you as my friends and the sweetness of my knowing where I can turn for love, for understanding, for help. Remember that life's difficulties and troubles are not intended to arrest your progress but to increase your speed. You must call new forces, new powers into action. Wherever it is must be surmounted, overcome. Remember this, whatever it is must be surmounted, overcome. It is a race, nothing must daunt you. Do not let a difficulty conquer you. You must conquer it. My strength will be there awaiting you. Bring all your thoughts all your power into action. Nothing is too small to be faced and overcome. To push small difficulties aside is to be preparing big troubles. Rise to conquer. It is the path of victory. I would have you tread. There can be no failure with me. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Amen. Keep thanking God. Keep praising Him no matter what. Heaven's Colors Looking back, you will see that every step was planned. Leave all to me. Each stone is the mosaic fits into the perfect pattern designed by the master artist. It is all so wonderful. But the colors are of heaven's hues so that your eyes could not bear to gaze on the whole until you are beyond the veil. So stone by stone, you see, and trust the pattern to the designer. Jesus, hear us and let our cry come unto thee. That voiceless cry that comes from anguished hearts is heard above all the music of heaven. It is not the arguments of theologians that solve the problems of a questioning heart, but the cry of that heart to me and the certainty that I have heard. Man has such strange ideas of the meaning of my invitation, come unto me. Too often has it been interpreted as an urge to pay a duty 
owe to a creator or a debt owe to a savior. The come out to me holds in it a wealth of meaning far surpassing even that. Come unto me for the solution of every problem, for the calming of every fear, for all you need, physical, mental, spiritual. Sick, come to me for help. Homeless, ask me for a home. Friendliness, claim a friend. Hopeless, a refuge. Come unto me for everything. Life is not easy, my children. Man has made of it not what my father meant it to be. Ways that were meant to be straight path have been made by man into ways devious and evil, filled with obstacles and stones of difficulty. Man is apt to think that once in times only was my miracle working power in action. Again, man is apt to think that once in time only was my miracle working power in action. That is not so. Wherever man trusts wholly in me and leaves to me the choosing of the very day and hour, then there is my miracle working power. As manifest, as marvelous manifest today, as ever it was when I was on earth, as ever it was to set my apostles free or to work miracles of wonder and healing through them. Trust in me, have a boundless faith in me, and you will see and seeing will give me all the glory. Remember to say often to yourself, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Let's say that together. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Dwell much in thought upon all I accomplish on the earth, and then say to yourself, He, our Lord, our friend, could accomplish this now in our lives. Again, say that. Say, He, our Lord, our friend, can accomplish this now in our lives. Please apply these principles to your present-day need and know that your help and salvation are sure. Not by might, Not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. He, our Lord, our friend, could accomplish this now in our lives. In Matthew 18, 20, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. Claim that promise always. Know it true that when two of my... Disciples meet, I am the third. Never limit that power, that promise. When you two are, any two are gathered together in my name, united by one bond in my spirit, I am there. Not only when you meet to greet me and to hear my voice. Think what this means in power. It is again the lesson of the power that flows to united to serve me. Well done, the good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Matthew 25, 21. These words are whispers in the ear of many whom the world would pass by unrecognized. Not to the great and the world fame are these words said too often, but to the quiet followers who serve me unobstructively. 
yet faithfully, who serve their cross, who bear their cross bravely with a smiling face to the world. Thank me for the quiet lives. These words speak not only of the passing into the fuller spirit of life. Duty faithfully done for me does mean entrance into a, a life of joy. My joy, the joy of your Lord. The world may not see it, the humble, patient, quiet service, but I, I see it. And my reward is not earth's fame, earth's wealth, earth's pleasures, but the joy of divine. Whether here or there in the earth wood or in the quiet world, this is my reward, joy. The joy that carries an exquisite thrill in the midst of pain and poverty and suffering. The joy of which I said no man could take it from you. Earth has no pleasure nor rewarding that can give man that joy. It is, no, it is known only to my seekers and my friends. This joy may come not as a reward of activity in my service. It may be the reward of patient suffering bravely done. Suffering born with me must in time bring joy, as does all real contact with me. Dazzling glory. Arise and shine, for the light is come, for the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Isaiah 60, verse 1. The glory of the Lord is the beauty of his character. It is risen upon you when you realize it, even though on earth you can do so only in part. The beauty of the purity and love of God is too dazzling for mortals to see in full. The glory of the Lord is also risen upon you when you reflect that glory in your lives. When in love, patience, service, purity, whatever it may be, you reveal to the world as something of the Father an assurance that you have been with me, your Lord and Savior. In Psalms 121, verses 1 and 2, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Yes, always raise your eyes from earth's sordid and mean and false to the hills of the Lord. From poverty, lift your eyes to the help of the Lord. In moments of weakness, lift your eyes to the hills of the Lord. Train your sight by constantly getting this long view. Train it to see more and more, further and further, until distant peaks seem familiar. The hills of the Lord, the hills whence comes your help. A parched earth looks to the hills for its river, its streams, its life. So look you to the hills. From those hills comes help. Help from the Lord who made heaven and earth. So for all you spiritual needs, look to the Lord who made heaven. And for all your temporal needs, look to me, owner of all this, the Lord who made the earth. Your hope is in the Lord. More and more set your hopes on me. Know that whatever the future may hold, it will hold more and more of me. It cannot but be glad and full of joy. So in heaven or on earth, wherever you may be, your way must be truly one of the light. 
Do not try to find answers to the mysteries of the world. Learn to know me more and more. And in that knowledge, you will have all the answers you need here. And when you see me face to face in that purely spiritual world, you will find no need to ask. There again, all your answers will be in me. Remember, I was the answer in time to all of man's questions about my father and his laws. No, no theology. Know me, I was the word of God. All you need to know about God, you know in me. If a man knows me not, all your explanations will fall on on an unresponsive heart. Radiate joy. Not only must you rejoice, but your joy must be made manifest, known unto all men. A candle must not be set under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that it may give light to all who are in the house. Men must see and know your joy, and seeing it, know without any doubt that it springs from trust in me, from living with me. The hard, dull way of resignation is not my way. When I enter Jerusalem, knowing well that scorns and reviling and death awaited me, it was with cries of Hosanna with the triumphal procession, not just a few lost cause followers creeping with me into the city, There was no note of sadness in my last supper talk with my disciples, and when we had sung a hymn, we went out onto the Mount of Olives. So trust, so conquer, so joy. Love colors the way. Love takes the sting out of the wind of adversity. Love, love, love of me, the consciousness of my presence and that of my Father. We are one, and he is God, and God is love. Only love lasts. 1 Corinthians 13.1 Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. See that only love tells, only what is done in love lasts. For God is love and only the work of God remains. The fame of the world, the applause given to the one who speaks with the tongues of men and of angels, who attracts admiration and compels attention, it is all given to what is passing. It's really worthless if it lacks that God-quality love. Think how a smile or word of love goes wing on its way. A God-power, simple though it may seem, while the mighty words of an orator can fall fruitless to the ground, the test of all true work and word is Are they inspired by love? If man only saw how vain is so much of his activity, so much work done in my name is not acknowledged by me. As for love, turn out from your hearts and lives all that is not loving. So shall you bear my fruit. And by this shall all men know you are my disciples because you have love for one another. Earth's Furies in John 16.33 In the world you shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Then you may ask, why have you, my children, to have tribulation if I have overcome the world? 
My overcoming was never, you know, for myself, but for you, for my children. Each temptation, each difficulty, I overcame as it presented itself. The powers of evil were strained to their utmost to devise means to break me. They fail, but how they fail was known only to me and to my father, who could read my undaunted spirit. The world, even my own followers, would see a lost cause reviled, spat upon, scourged, they would deem me conquered. How could they know my spirit was free, unbroken, unharmed? And so, as I had come to show man God, I must show him God unconquered, unharmed, untouched by evil and his powers. Man could not see my spirit untouched, risen above these earth furies and hates into the secret place of the Father. But man could see my risen body and learn by that that even the last attempt of man had been powerless to touch me. Take heart from that. You must share my tribulations and in my conquering power you walk unharmed today. Take each day's happenings as work you can do for me. In that spirit, a blessing will attend all you do. Offering your day's service does to me. You are sharing in my life work and therefore helping me to save my world. You may not see it, but the power of a vicarious sacrifice is redemptive beyond man's power of understanding here on earth. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Revelations 3.20 Oh, ponder again these words and learn from them my great humility. There is that gracious invitation too for those who yearn to realize a happiness, a rest, a satisfaction they have never found in the world and its pursuits. To them, the pleading answer to their question is, Come to me and I will give you rest. But to those who do not feel their need of me, who obstinately reject me, who shut the doors of their hearts so that I may not enter, to these I go in tender, humble longing. Even when I find all closed, all barred, I stand a beggar, knocking, knocking. The heavenly beggar in his great humility Never think of those who have shut you out or forgotten you that now they must wait. You have no need of them. No, remember that. The heavenly beggar and learn of me humility. Learn too the value of each man's happiness and peace and rest to me. His God and learn and learning pray to copy the divine unrest until a soul finds rest and peace in me. My beauty. The prophet realized the truth of my letter sayings. He that had ears to hear, let him hear, which might be rendered. He that had eyes to see, let him see. The God who was to be born upon earth was not to be housed in a body so beautiful that men would follow and adore for the beauty of his countenance. No, he was to be as one whom the world would despise but to the seeing eye, the spirit that dwelleth in that body should be so beautiful as to lack nothing. Yet when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Pray for the seeing eye to see the beauty of my character, of my spirit. Nay, more as fate saw the beauty of the Godhead in one who had no form or comeliness, 
So pray to have that faith to see the beauty of my love in my dealings with you, in my actions, till in what the world will distort into cruelty and harshness, you, with the eyes of faith, will see all that you could desire. Know me, talk to me, let me talk to you, so that I may make clear to you loving hearts that seem mysterious now and purposely, having no form nor comingless. Not our wills, but thine, O Lord. Man has so misunderstood me in this, saith the Lord. I want no will laid grudgingly upon my altar. I want you to desire and love my will, because therein lies your happiness and spirit rest. Whenever you feel that you cannot leave the choice to me, then pray not to be able to accept my will, but to know and love me more. With that knowledge and the love will come the certainty that I know best and that I want only the best for you and yours. How little those know me who think I wish to thwart them. How often am I answering their own prayers in the best and quickest way. The Way of the Spirit Jesus, we come to thee with joy. The joy of meeting me should more and more fill your lives. It will. Your lives must first of all be narrowed down more and more into an inner circle life with me. And then as the friendship becomes more and more engrossing, more and more binding, then gradually the circle of your interest will widen. For the present, do not think of it as a narrow life. I have my purpose, my loving purpose, and cutting you away from other work and interests for the time. To work from large interests and a desire for great activities and world movements to the inner circle life with me is really the wrong way. That is why so often when through all of these activities and interests a soul finds me, I have to begin our friendship by cutting away the ties that bind it to the outer and wider circle. When it has gained strength and learned its lesson in the inner circle, it can then widen itself, working this time from within out. Taking then to each contact, each friendship, and inner circle influence. And this is to be your way of life. This is the way of the Spirit. Man so often misunderstands this. If two of you shall agree... I am the truth. Every word of mine is true. Every promise of mine shall be fulfilled. First gathered together in my name, bound by a common loyalty to me, desirous only of doing my will. Then, when this is so, I am present too, a self-inviting guest. And when I am there, and one with you, voicing the same petition, making your demands mine, that it follows, the request is granted." But what man has failed perhaps to realize is all that lies behind the words for two to agree about the wisdom of a request to be certain it should be granted and will be granted if it should be is not the same as two agreement to pray that request. The eternal God is a refuge, Deuteronomy 33:27. The eternal God is thy refuge. A place to flee to 
a sanctuary and escape from misunderstanding from yourself. You can get away from others in the quiet of your own being, but from yourself, from the sense of your failure, your weakness, your sins and shortcomings, whither can you flee? To the eternal God your refuge, till in his immensity you forget your smallness, meanness, limitations. Till the relief of safety emerges into joy of appreciation of your refuge and you observe the divine and observing gain strength to conquer. Amen and amen. That finishes for November. All of November, God calling. May the Lord bless you and help you. May the Lord hold you and fix you up. May the Lord sanctify you as he promised. You are a redeemed, righteous, sanctified, wise child of God. In Jesus' name, we love you. Go blessed. Go with a blessing. Amen and amen.